Hello everyone, and welcome to JTalk Extra Time, a special bonus episode this time as we preview the upcoming Asian Champions League round of 16 tie for our J2 representative Von Ferey Kofu. Uh, John Steele here again, hosting this uh, special pod, and with me to uh, talk about all things ACL and Kofu is James Taylor. James, how are you doing? All right, thanks, John. I don't know if we're going to talk about all things ACL, but we'll talk at least about this uh, because finally, meaningful football featuring J2 team is so close i could taste it yeah that well yeah you, you're right to point out we're just at the we're, we're on the cusp of the new j2 season now in some more of these uh i don't know if we can use the word high profile but more professional looking friendly games are taking mm-hmm. place aren't there teams are, are wearing their their real kits in, in their real stadiums and fans are paying to paying to enter so uh, yeah the, mm-hmm. the new season is very much uh very much approaching uh, at great speed uh, James but before all the J2 excitement uh, kicking off on the 24th of February we do have the the Asian Champions League and I think we talked a little bit about this earlier that we it was difficult to give Kofu all the kind of time and and, and respect and, and plaudits they deserved last season because we we were busy with kind of the J2 uh, bread and butter of the pod but they they made it through the group stage didn't they uh, mm. in quite fine style, winning their group uh, in the end. And their reward for that, and I, I tried to pronounce the inverted commas there because I think it's going to be a tough match for them, is to play against uh, Ulsan uh, from uh, Korea, formerly Ulsan Hyundai, but now Ulsan HD, I think is the, the official team name. So in the round of 16, they're going to go away to Korea uh, this Thursday, the 15th of February, and a kickoff is at 7pm at the, the big Ulsan Munsu Stadium. The second leg is the following week on Wednesday, February the 21st, uh, at Kokuritsu Kyogujo in Tokyo, of course, Kofu not using their uh, JIT Recycle Link Stadium uh, for these uh, ACL games, but it'll be at Kokuritsu, the national stadium instead. The kickoff time for that game is the slightly awkward 6pm uh, on a regular Wednesday evening. I guess that's because there's a possibility there might be extra time and, and penalties potentially, so that they need to kick off a little bit earlier for a kind of public transport reasons. But uh, James, it's uh, Kofu up against a pretty stiff opposition, probably in the form of Ulsan. Uh, what do we know about Ulsan, James? I'll throw you under the bus early doors. Well, what we know about Ulsan is what Wikipedia tells us about Ulsan, which is... <laughs> So they're uh, they're K League powerhouse, aren't they? Really, um, I looked I looked uh, yesterday on their their Wikipedia page, and they they're finished in the top three of the K League for the last six years. They really finish outside the top six. They've won the ACL twice, uh, 2012 and uh, in 2020. But last time, last season, last year, because the uh, weird calendar thing. The, anyway, last last competition. They didn't make it out the group stage, so I assume they feel like there's a lot of unfinished business, and uh, they'll probably be looking at Kofu and maybe licking their lips. Although I think they would be unwise to uh, to underestimate Kofu, as we saw in the first round in the group stage. The other thing we know about Osan is a couple of familiar faces. They do have one Japanese player, Ataru Esaka, formerly of Gunma and Omiya and Kashiwa and Urawa, and They've got uh, Lee Chung-yong, ex-Crystal Palace player, old Chungi, who uh, endeared himself to Palace supporters in a couple of ways. Once he, he scored one really, really good goal, I can't remember who it was against. And another was in an interview where he uh, revealed Pardew for the idiot that he is by saying that Pardew told him to go and warm up, having used all his subs already. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I digress. Um, so, yeah, I think what we know about Wolfsan is that they're... Uh, 
they're a very strong team and they'll be looking to get deep into this competition. And so it's going to be very difficult for Kofu. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think those are all good points. Like you, I'm wary of underestimating Kofu because I, uh, you know, between, well, between you and me and the listeners, I, I don't really watch any football outside the, the J-League these days. Mm. So I have no real idea about the comparative level of the other sort of Asian leagues, you know, the, the other the other leagues that, that have teams entering the Champions League. So I had no idea how Kofu were going to do in the group stage. Um, mm. I thought they might get a couple. I had no idea if they'd win win three and lose three or, you know, win win five and draw. And I just had no idea what kind of level they'd be looking at. But it was pretty apparent early on that they were at the level and they would have a mm. good chance of going through to the next round. And they've done that. So we, we don't want to underestimate them or, or write them off. I think, yeah, like you mentioned with Olsen, I, I kind of had similar notes. Um, they're a very, very strong team historically, aren't they? I think they've been... The last five seasons, they won the K-League in the last two years, 2022 and 23, and then they were runners-up three years in a row before that in 2019, mm-hmm. 20 and 21. They've won the ACL twice, as you mentioned. I noticed last season they won the title, finishing 14 points clear of the second-place team, which is Pohang Steelers. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, not not a uh, you know a foot, not an easy opponent to play against. You mentioned some of the familiar names in the squad, like Esaka, uh, you know Lee Chung Young as well, Park Chung Young as you know. I think you mentioned as well used to play Arsenal, of course, Monaco, mm-hmm. and uh, and Watford. Now he's thirty eight years old at the moment. So normally I'd make some kind of ageist comment at this point, but I can't because Kofu have got Peter Utaka. Uh, and he's a, a force of nature up front at the age of uh, 40, I think. So yeah. we, we can't write off Park Chu Young either, uh, even though he's uh, he's nearing, nearing his, uh, his 40s. Um, I think maybe if we kind of switch gears and talk about some reasons to be optimistic for Kofi, you know, this, uh, this is a two-legged uh, tie and they get to play the first leg away from home by virtue of being group winners. Ulsan, uh, for all of their kind of, uh, you know, impressive historical record and, and impressive squad, they didn't win their group. They finished second behind Kawasaki. Uh, and they they only drew at home and then lost the the game at Todoroki against Kawasaki. So their recent record against J League opposition is only uh, average, I think you can say. So Kofu, you know, they, they're going to get to play the first leg away and second leg at home. That might be helpful. Also, I believe the K League kind of domestic season starts a week later than the J League, doesn't it? I think it's around the first of March. Mm. So if we are perhaps clutching at not clutching at straws, but brushing uh, brushing against straw-like material here, um, perhaps you know All Sands preparation might be a week or so behind in terms of physical mm. physical preparation. I think in All Sands squad there are about five players who've been at the uh, Asian Cup as well with Korea. So there might be some fatigue or perhaps even mental fatigue. Obviously, that campaign didn't didn't really get off to a good start and didn't really go the way anybody wanted for Korea. So I think there are possible opportunities for for for, for Kofu to get at Ulsan. Um, having said that, I will be really really impressed if if Kofu can can get through to the quarterfinals. I, I do think you're up against. I mean, you you used the phrase uh, powerhouse, and I think historically that that's that's true about Olsen, isn't it? They're just one of the biggest biggest K League teams. And uh, Kofu, we 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 love them to bits for what they've done in the mm. Emperor's Cup uh, and in the ACL so far. But they're not um, don't think we can. They're not comparable, are they, in terms of uh, history and, and club size to Olsen? So, um, what 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 are your what are your balls telling you, James, about this uh, about this game? Well, it's 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 difficult because we don't really know what to expect from Kofu either, because this is our first chance to see the new look Kofu, isn't it? They're not going to have uh, Motoki Hasegawa, mm. who's been their key man for the last two or three years. Mm. And but also a lot of the players who were 
mainstays of their team during the group stage have gone. Like Michael Woods was the goalie for most of those games, and they signed um, Cristiano and Riku Matsuda as uh, kind of reinforcements mid-season. Those guys have gone, and um, who else went? Shion Inoue is gone as well. Um, Getulio's gone, who who featured a bit. So although they've brought in Adailton and Fabian Gonzalez, who are both good, uh, good quality um, uh, strikers or attackers, I think along with you know the the guys who've stayed, who also we know a lot about, like Kawata and Utaka and um, Torikai and all those guys. Um, mm. It's it's hard to know again because yeah, we haven't seen the new the new squad. However. Last year, when we started uh, the group stage and they picked this kind of um, B team or C team and actually played pretty well. Um, and, and again, we didn't know what to expect. When we saw that that squad, we expected the worst. They did all right. And then they kind of warmed to the task and, and ended up doing really well, mixing in the the the, the, the new guys. So I yeah I don't expect them to really get anything from the away leg of of this, but I would hope that they can um, you know put up a good show and then give themselves a, a a chance for the for the second leg the home leg because they uh, they've done pretty well uh, in um, selling tickets I think there there was um, a certain I think it might be Dan Allwitz was 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 tweeting um, back during the group stage. They had to sell a certain number of tickets or average a certain attendance to to break even on using the national stadium, and they exceeded that easily. Mm. So I think if they can give themselves a chance for the second leg, it's going to be really uh, a really interesting uh, tie. Mm. What would you, what do you think? Yeah, no, I think that's very true. I mean, I'm I'm kind of going to be in in cliche territory here, but I think if they can get back from Ulsan. Munsu Stadium with only maybe like a two-one defeat, mm. then I think that will that will stand them in in good stead uh, going into the second leg, obviously. But yeah, like you said, I'm, it's a bit of a tricky one to preview because we're not quite sure what we're going to get from Kofu, uh, mm. and we're definitely we're, we're even more <laughs> unsure as to what what um, the uh, the Ulsan uh, side is is, is going to be like. But I think uh, yeah, they'll obviously be really up for it playing at home, and I. You know, I think if they can just weather that kind of away leg and just put themselves in a position where, as, as long as they're in a position where they can maybe win win the home leg by a single goal, perhaps, and go through. Mm. Um, mm. I think uh, away goals do count, don't they? So if, if they if they lose two one in the away leg and then they they can just you know sneak out a one nil win at the at the national stadium, that might that might take them through. So um, mm. I, yeah, I think basically my like, like you pretty much as you alluded to, as long as they're going into the um, the home leg, the home game with with a chance of going to a, a realistic chance of going to the next round. I think that's good. If they if they if they lose like four one um, or something uh, on Thursday night in the away leg, then I think that that could. I mean that that's hard to imagine them turning that around. I think mm-hmm. in the home game. So yeah, hopefully it's a it's a narrow defeat or possibly even a, a goalless draw, and, and then that will give them a chance of, of progressing to the quarterfinals, which we have to say would be just amazing if yeah. they could get that far. And I think as well, yeah, you mentioned that the crowds at Cockroach. How nice has it been to see a kind of block of seats with supporters of all of the other J League teams? Mm. You know, going and wearing their their kits and uh, supporting like a Japanese uh, competitor in the in the ACL. It's the kind of thing you can't really imagine seeing back home 
uh, James like at uh, Manchester Manchester United or, or Manchester City or something. Perhaps more likely to get the fans in the in the away <laughs> the away section, <laughs> yeah, supporting the away team in in those those kind of games. So yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's interesting. We're kind of having it, it feels a lot like a kind of pan pan Asia start to 2024, doesn't it? Because we've got the Asian Cup uh, and then these ACL games, and I think there's World Cup qualifying coming up in March. So oh, yeah. we, um, I think perhaps our senses are a bit more attuned to like kind of a, a, a intra intracontinental uh, competition at the moment. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, we, we, we'll have to wait and see. I think you, you, you highlighted we've got Adalton, Fabian Gonzalez, and I think Renato Augusto also joined uh, Kofi, oh, yeah. didn't he, uh, recently from uh, most recently at Shimizu. So that there is a kind of new, there's like they, they've had a bit of a glow up and a refresh of their kind of foreign contingent for the mm-hmm. new season. So we'll see. They, they don't have Michael uh, Wood to, uh, to deputise in goal. Uh, for the ACL games anymore, so I suppose it'll be Kohei Kawata, perhaps who's who's starting yeah. uh, in between the in between the sticks. So it's kind of a new look, new look Kofu to some extent. But yeah, the same manager, and I think the they won't deviate too much from the tactics that got them through the the group stage in pretty smooth, pretty smooth fashion, I suppose. So yeah, we'll we'll have to wait and see, I guess, on on Thursday night. But it should be a good, um, a good game in its own right. And then, like you said, a really tantalising kind of uh, appetizer for the kind of J two season. Uh, that mm-hmm. is uh, coming up uh, hot, hot on the heels of the ACL as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, James. We're all, all that uh, said and done. I think we'll leave it there for our ACL preview. I think we we take it about forty minutes to say basically anything could happen uh, across these two mm-hmm. games. So hopefully the listeners are, are satisfied with that. It's very on brand, on brand for us in terms of previews, <laughs> isn't it? So uh, yeah, we'll leave it there for this preview, and uh, hopefully we're going to be back again next week. We'll try and wrap up the uh, the first leg and the second leg of this uh, Kofu-centric ACL tie. And uh, time permitting, we're also going to try and do a preview of the opening round of J2 games uh, as well. But thanks as always uh, for listening to our pods and uh, and uh, giving us some support on uh, Patreon, us and of course the big uh, J Talk podcast as well. We really appreciate that. And uh, yeah, we'll be back soon, uh, hopefully to round up a uh, another Kofu performance that's made us proud in the ACL. But uh, we'll speak to you soon. Bye for now. 